happens straight to your heart. Amen? All right, I want you to get your Bibles, and let's go into the Word of God. I want to share with you from what God placed in my heart today. I want to speak unto you on the subject, guard your ways and preserve your soul. Hallelujah. The Lord is teaching us a lot about guarding these past few weeks, not so? Guard your mind, guard your temple, guard your heart. Guard what? Guard yourself from disobedience. A lot of guidance the Lord has given us and instruction because we have, we know what is coming. And because we know what is coming, we have to be fully prepared and fully armed and guard yourself against all the odds that is coming against the church. And a lot of people are not aware of that, but I'm going to make you aware of that in the next few weeks. What is coming is very negative to the world, but it's positive for the church. Hallelujah. Now, um, it, it, you, we, live, we live in a day, we live in a day of amazing confusion, amazing confusion. And we, we need to understand what is causing the confusion in the world today. Now, I'm going to speak to you on this subject. Guard your ways and preserve your soul. Now, we are living this life. And remember, life is like a journey. All right? Life is like a journey. Not the one that Radhika took. Right? But life is like a journey. And we are traveling to our destiny. It's like running a race to the finish line. It's like taking the baton and we are continuing where others left off. We have a cloud of witnesses saying to us, we, run, we, we, we ran well. Now you run your race and finish, the, finish it up. Okay, because they without us cannot inherit the promise. So we are living in the time and the day and age where there's a tremendous uh, confusion. All right? When the world... It, when the world uh, calls wrong right and right wrong you know something is tremendously wrong in the world today and that's what's going on and sadly many people are blinded to that and the god of this world has blinded the minds of people and they are being brainwashed but what makes confusion especially disorienting is that that those who are creating it those who are creating it and responsible for it they know fully well what they are doing and they don't act bewildered or perplexed about what they are doing. Instead, when we point out what seems obvious, you know what they say to us? They tell us with a straight face that, that we are confused, that we are confused. That these issues are more complex than we could understand. That's what they say to us, that, we, that, that the problem is with us, the Christians and those who stand up for the truth and stand up for what is right. And stand up for, for truth and democracy and all of these things. And this was especially clear to me during the past or during the most, this most recent political devel- development in this country. And what is going on in America and what is going on in Europe and Asia and across the globe. It's happening all over the world. Amen. And we see the, the, we see the developments that are taking place in, even in this nation where we don't we're not seeing justice, we're not seeing equity, we're not seeing the, the, the rule of law, we're not seeing things happening. So the, the world is, is, is getting lawless, more and more lawless. And we, the Christians, we can observe that, we can see that. We're not blinded to that, but many are blinded. So we have to understand the obvious that is taking place in the world today. And what the Bible tells us will come against the church like a flood, like a storm. And we ought to be prepared for that. We are going to be here at the beginning of sorrow. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're going to be here at the beginning of sorrow. And we're going to experience the birth pang. But before the birth 
takes place, we could be out of here. Glory to God. Amen. So what is important for you to understand is that you know you need to guard your ways and preserve your soul because you have a very short time and a short window of opportunity to do that. And we have come too far now to, to give up on this journey and to cut short or to make wrong turns. We've got to stay on that straight and narrow way because the pressure will be so hard on us to get us to join in and take the broad road that is easy. Are you hearing me? When you have sickness and disease and this coming and that coming and they're telling you what to do to prepare yourself for it, that is the easy way out. We're going to take the narrow and the difficult way and we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Now he who guards his way guards his life. So there is one way that we have taken, and that's the way of the Lord, right? Talk to me, right? And, there, and we, we, our attitudes and our behavior, we, we have many ways that we behave ourselves. Many ways in which we behave ourselves as we walk this one way. So you have to guard your way, guard your ways as you walk this way. So he who guards his way, guards his life. So I'm saying to you today, guard your ways and depart from the evil attraction that is blinded, that is so blinded, so blinded that people cannot recognize evil for what it is. Evil is blinded from being evil. But here's the wise man, Solomon. Hear what he says in Proverbs chapter 16 verse 17. I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures this morning. All right. Because I believe the word of God speaks for itself. In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 17, it says, The highway of the upright, those who walk in integrity and righteousness, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his what? Way. He that keepeth his way, preserveth what? His soul. Now that is a powerful instruction you and I have today. And we have a very short time again, as I said. Why? Because you will notice according to the word of God and my teachings on prophecy and end times that the rulers of darkness are setting up a system to brainwash humanity. And every day people are being brainwashed by the authorities. I'm talking in general across the globe. People are being brainwashed by those in authority and those who are under the powers of darkness, the rulers of darkness. And we are noticing the spirit of pride, which is the heart of Satan, the desire of Satan. We are noticing that the spirit of pride, the Bible tells us uh, pride is destructive. And we are seeing pride in the heart of men. They are prideful, they are boastful about what they are doing. But pride is destructive. Haughtiness and arrogance will bring you down according to the Bible. But God, hallelujah, has shown us the pathway that preserves the soul. How many would like your soul to be preserved unto the coming of the Lord? Eternity is a long, long, endless time period. And we don't want to make any mistake now with our souls. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Whatever it takes, I encourage you today, do whatever it takes to uh, keep 
your soul preserved because you can lose your soul. And you, you, you gotta understand that when you, when you, uh, when you see what God is showing you and you follow the pathway that He has given you, you keep your eyes upon Jesus, you look unto Jesus, the author and finish of your faith. I tell you this. There is no greater discovery than seeing Jesus as the author of your destiny. Amen. No matter what you're going through, you know Jesus is the author of your destiny. Can I hear a, great, a greater amen than that? Amen. Hallelujah. And in, in this journey that we are taking, the, the end of my life, I know Jesus is he is the finisher. He's the finisher of this race. He's the author and the finisher of my destiny. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, we can trust Him. And I say to you, 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 you can only learn so much from books. You can only learn so much from education, secular education and universities. Ultimately, it is the wisdom of God that will carry you through. In the toughest situations in life. It is the wisdom of God. Not secular education. Not some reading of some books. It is the wisdom of God. So we live in the day of confusion. So God has shown us the pathway that preserves the soul. The question is, are you on the right road this morning? Are you on the right pathway this morning? Examine your life. Examine yourself as I'm speaking to you. You know, and um, if you are if you are not, you need to have a good road map to avoid the wrong turns, because this devil is going to try to distract you and say detour here, detour here, do this, do that, and we're hearing that from all sides today. We are seeing it happening in our, before our very eyes. You need to have a a good road map to avoid the wrong turns in this time, because the, the temptation is there. You pick up the social media, you look at it, you look at the news. There's, there's so much influence to get you to do things that they call. When they're calling the right, as I, as I mentioned to you, they're calling the good evil and the evil good. And they're tempting you to do the evil, telling you it is good. And they're bold-faced about it. But if you stay on the highway of the upright according to the word of God, you will save yourself much trouble. Because I'm saying to you right now, the Bible talks about the snare of the fowler. Well, the enemy is setting up this, the, 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 his trap all over the world right now. The enemy is setting a snare. It's called a snare of the fowler. He is he's, he's seeking to trap you. To trap you. And they're creating situations just to trap you. The whole world will fall into this trap. And already, it's already started. And you have to be very, very, um, very, very discerning in this time. Thorns and snares are in the path of the wicked, the Bible tells us. The Bible marks the road well that we ought to take. But there are many confusing, enticing turns to get you off course and lost. Verse 17 tells us, the highway of the right, upright avoids evil. And he who guards his way guards his life. Proverbs 3 and verse 16 tells us, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. We have to, we have to, we have to counsel with the Holy Spirit now in making decisions. We cannot make wild decisions because somebody in authority say you do it, you have to do it. You have to apply the wisdom of God. And keep yourself on that road, that highway of the upright, and do not 
turn to the right or to the left. Be even mindful of God and serve Him as you travel a journey with a willing and faithful heart. He will bring you to your desired destiny. But you have to hang in there and endure. Endure hardship as a good soldier. Don't give up. Everything may not look nice and rosy in your path, in this journey, in your pursuit. Whatever you are believing God for, you know, things will get tough and even tougher in the pursuit of that. But keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep elevating your faith. He will not disappoint faith. He'll bring you through. Only through pressure diamonds are formed. It's only when you're going through pressure you know what you're made up of. So God sometimes he allows, he allows a little pressure, trial. He will shut things down and shut things off just to get you to be awakened to the fact that you have to depend upon him. Amen. Are you with me? So the, the winners in the race of life are the children of God who stay on the highway of the upright. You'll never win a race if you cut short or fall by the wayside. You have to run to the what? Finish line. Amen. And so we see in Isaiah chapter 35, look what it says in verse 8. And an highway shall be there and a way and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. Thank God. But it shall be for those, the wafering men. Who are the wafering men? Those who walk in that way. And it says, though fools, fools or the wicked fools shall not err therein. Listen, the Bible tells us the path that God has prepared for you, the wicked cannot go in that path. Amen. Fools shall not go therein in the path that God has designed for you. It's the highway of holiness. Verse 9 says, No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up there. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. Hallelujah. The redeemed shall walk there. And verse 10 tells us, And the ransom of the Lord shall return. You know who that is? I said, you know who that is? That is your glorious hope, beloved. As you remain on this road, listen, let Jesus come. Let Jesus come and meet you on that road. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I said, when Jesus comes, he wants to meet you on the, on the, on the road of the upright. Because he that is on the road of the upright will depart from evil and preserve his soul. Amen. So he said, and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Very powerful. Very powerful. So Solomon's proverbs are a gold mine of metaphors. And we have to understand that. The highway of the upright is the lifestyle of wise and good godly men and women. Godly people. The highway of the upright. The lifestyle. Your integrity. Uprightness. That's what preserves you. And so, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 20 tells us, That thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the path of the righteous. You know, beware what is going on today, people. Beware. Because they are trying to brainwash you. 
they're trying to brainwash you. I want to let them know my brain has already been washed. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Amen. So beware of brainwashing taking place in this evil world, not only in this nation. Be mindful of those who are rulers of darkness. They're coming after you. They're coming after your children. They're coming to reprogram your thinking through lies and deception like never before. I tell you, lies and deception are sharing like ice cream. My faith is not in a little bit of liquid like this. My faith is not in the needle. My faith is in the infallible word of God. Don't make things a God and don't let it take God's place. We talk about idols Wednesday night. And listen to me. Proverbs chapter chapter 4 verse 8. But the path of the just is the shining light. That shines more and more onto a perfect day. How can a light shine more and more? The only way a light can shine more and more is if the place is getting what? There you go. And the path of the righteous should be elevated. We should be seen more now than ever before. And what we stand for now as men of God, as children of God, as pastors and, and, and members of the body of Christ, what we should stand for now should be overwhelming. Now is not the time to back away and, 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 and surrender to man's ideology and philosophy. Now is not the time for us to, 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 to mislead the flock. Now it's time for us to stand up and lead and stand up for what we believe and behave according to what we believe. So many years, pastors have been preaching one thing and now they're not standing up for it. Who are they tr- trying to please? Well, I, when, when we talk about falling away, we only think about the, the, the members of the pews. Men of God are falling away. Some have fallen and are still behind the pulpit. Because they're deceiving themselves. And so we have to be on the, we have to be on the lookout. The path of the justice has a shining light that shineth more and more unto a perfect day. Chapter 12 verse 28 tells us, in the way of the righteous is life. Glory to God. God didn't promise us death and defeat. He said God calls, always calls us to what? Triumph in Christ Jesus. So in the way of the righteous is life, and in the pathway thereof, there is no what? Come and pre- preach with me. There is no what? Death. So a righteous person, you know, is one who hates evil. Yes, we need to have hatred. But that hatred must be for evil and sin like David and Job. And even Jesus. A holy hatred. God, he has a holy hatred for sin. And unrighteousness. Do you know that? And the Bible tells you we can be angry to sin not. Righteous anger. Righteous indignation. And so, the righteous person hates evil and strongly avoids it as much as possible. And you have Job as an example. You have David as an example. In Proverbs 13 and verse 6, Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, 
but wickedness overthrowed the sinner. Chapter 15, verse 24 tells us, in the way of life is above, in the way of life is above to the wise. In other words, in the way of the wise, it leads upwards. That he may depart from hell beneath. See, our life, our, our, our vision, our pursuit, everything is upwards. Everything we do here is as a, is as a result of our upward look and our upward drive. There is something that is driving us to live sacrificially and endure whatever hardship we have to endure because our focus is not down, our focus is up. I press towards the mark for the prize of the upward call, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And that word press means we have to go through some tough times, make tough decisions. We have to go through some hard, hardcore uh, battles with the enemy. So the way of life is above to the wise that leads upwards, that he may depart from hell beneath. You look around, you're actually seeing the shadow of hell. So Job is a good example. Job chapter 1 verse 1. It says, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job and that man was perfect and upright. I am glad that the Bible talks about upright and not downright. He was upright and one that feared God and issued evil. The word issued means deliberately avoid evil. And look at David in Psalm 101. It says from verse 1 to 8. I'm going to read all verses. Because that's what this is all about. You come to hear the word of God. Not so? Not Pastor Mervyn. Look what the psalmist David says. I will sing of the mercy of mercy and judgment unto thee, O Lord. I will sing glory to God. I will behave. This is personal commitment. I will sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when wilt thou come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Again, verse 3. I will. No, many times he says, I will. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. In this highway I'm talking about is that we don't turn to the right or turn to the left. We keep straight. Amen? Amen? It shall not cleave to me. A forward heart shall depart from me. A forward heart. What is a forward heart? It's a stubborn heart. Shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. And verse 5 says, Whoso privately slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that heart and high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. We just talk about that. Pride is something God hates. It's destructive. Verse 6, mine, eye, mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, and they, that, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. Notice David spoke in the first half, God is speaking in the second half of the sand. He shall, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that tells, telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. Verse 8, I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all the wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Listen, God is a serious God. We see in this, in this chapter, we see the goodness and the severity of God. This is why, you know, we have to stand up now. Man. We have to stand up now, man. We really have to stand up for what we believe or what we've been preaching all these years. Come on. 
Were we just praying Christians and praying church all the time? No, 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 it's not time to play Christian. No, it's time to be. Amen. So we talk about the righteous. David and Job, they, they knew where they were going with their lives. And we need to know where we are going. And the Bible tells us they rest. They rested. They rested any temptation for the wrong turn. We need to understand how important it is for us not to detour. Because every sign you see now is telling you, do this, do that, do that. I tell you what, you do this. You, you will have to disobey man and obey God. You will have to come to a place at some point in time where you will have to please God and not man. You will have to make decisions for your children. You have to make decisions for yourself. Decision about your job. Decision, decision about your future. Decision about your health. You will have to make these serious decisions. And the best way to do that is with the wisdom of God. So I'm telling you, sink your, sink your brain in the book of Proverbs now. And live with confidence according to the book of Ephesians. Know your position. And do what James tells you to do. And walk in the way that Jesus described in his, in his gospel. When you understand that, nothing can move you. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 14. I'm getting a lot of work, words from Proverbs this morning. Look what it says. Enter not the path of the wicked. That means resist. Say the word resist. Say it again. Say it loud. Say it loud. You have to resist on your job. Resist in, on, on the street. Resist wherever you are. You may have to resist. That's what it means. They that know their, the people that know their God shall be strong and do, do what? That word exploit. You know what I mean? Resist the enemy. That's what Daniel did. That's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. They resisted. You know why they resisted? Because they had confidence in the one who was leading their lives and they walked the path of the upright. And they preserved, they preserved their souls by, by, by being obedient to God and God's word. They knew their God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew their God. Oh, listen to me, people. Enter not the path of the wicked, resist. And go not in the way of evil men. You show me a righteous leader. You show me a righteous leader. You show me a righteous uh, legislator. You show me a righteous politician. And if you, if you show me one, I tell you we're in heaven. So the Bible tells us, go not the way of evil men. There are laws coming that will affect your daily life, your family life. Laws are coming to interrupt your life. I said this a few years back, you know. For those of you who have good memory. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it and pass away. These are instructions given to us for successful living. Chapter 14 verse 8 tells us, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. But the folly of fools is deceit. What is the folly of fools? It's a lack of good sense. 
Listen to me. Can you see what's happening? A lack of good sense. You, anybody's aware of what's going on in our country? It is wrong to open the church full, fully. But it's right to open the bars and the clubs, the nightclubs, and the what, 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 um, the gambling den on all these places. Hmm? You see, deception is the master plan from now until the rapture. The master plan of the enemy from now until the rapture. There is more than one road in life. There's more than one road in life. And that's where the confusion takes place. Because there are many roads before you. You see, this is why even in marriage, even in marriage, people feel have many options. So they will come in to an agreement to walk this road together. And at some point in time, they say, you know what? I don't feel like going this way. Let me go this way again. The same thing with your Christian life. There are many things you used to do in the church. Righteous, right? Righteously, holy to the Lord. Some people feel it's not necessary anymore. The things that you did to preserve your soul when you first believe and your passion and love for it because of the transition that has taken place in the world today and the way many things have changed and this modern day culture has taken over the world, somehow we, we kind of readjust our belief system to compromise the status quo. We need to understand there is a way, the Bible tells us, there is a way of the wicked which you should avoid with great fear. Great fear. Proverbs 115, Solomon encouraging his son as his father David encouraged him as, as God's father, as, as David's father who is God, encouraged David. David passed it down to his son and now his son is passing it to his son. And look what he said, my son walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. Now for those of you watching me and those of you listening here, listen, I'm speaking today and I want you to read between the lines. The whole world is going down a very destructive path. And the fact is, many people are walking down this path blindfolded. Why? Because the God of this world has blinded their minds through brainwashing them. And what they're blinded from? The truth. The right things. The truth. The word of God. This is why the gospel is under attack. And this is why many who are in a compromising position because of their friends and who they're connected with. And the position they have in society and the recognition and the popularity, they are compromising the standard and integrity of the word of God. And that to his blindness. Jesus said, when I come, will I find faith? 
Are you listening to me? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not quarreling with you, you know. I'm concerned what's going on. I'm making you conscious of it. The world is going down a destructive path. And we ought not to go down with them. There's some things you're going to have to live without and do without. There's some places you will not be able to go and just don't go. They can stop us from doing things because we choose not to go with them. That's okay. But they cannot stop us from being. They can stop us from doing, but they cannot stop us from being. We are agents of the embassy of God. We are ambassadors of Christ and citizens of heaven. Our kingdom, the kingdom that we belong to is indestructible. You cannot destroy it and you cannot destroy the king. And we live by the law of the king. Jesus said, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteous laws. And then what you need shall be added unto you. So if that's the case, I don't have to care. I'm not, I don't, I'm not careful about what I have to depend upon them for. Because if I seek the king, all my needs are going to be met. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So don't be fearful in making a decision to please God. If God be God, you decide. Proverbs 4.19 The way of the wicked is as darkness. This is, the, this is the Bible. We have to preach it. The way of the wicked is darkness. They know not at what they stumble. You think if, 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 if Bill Gates and Fauci Chauchi, Fauci, whatever he is and all these there are 10 big boys in the world right or 10 of them I could call all names if these fellas really get an experience of hell and the lake of fire you think they'll do what they're doing today because the Bible tells us the way of the wicked is as darkness you cannot see what's in the darkness the devil has blinded them and used them as agents of darkness they know not at what they stumble but they'll wake up they'll wake up one day <laughs> they'll wake up one day see how many people are dying innocently they will have to stand before God chapter 9 chapter 15 verse 9 says the way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord but he loveth him that followeth after righteousness Chapter 22, verse 5. Thorns and snares are in the way of the forward. The forward is a person that is difficult to deal with. You know anybody like that? On your job? Or working for you? Or you ever seen a person in the mirror lately? Well, they exist. They exist. They're all over the place. But it says... Thorns and snares are in the way. I don't want them things in my way. In the way of the forward. A person difficult to deal with. He that doeth keep his soul shall be far from them. 
Mm. So if you want, you know, how many of you want to preserve your soul today? Oh God, please do so. It's too important to God. I said your soul is too important to God. He sent Jesus to die just for you. So if you wander or wander out, if you wander out of the way, of the highway that, the, that, that Solomon talked about, if you wander out of the highway, of the upright, you will live a painful life in the congregation of the dead. Pastor, show me where that is in the Bible. I'm glad you ask. If you wander out of the narrow road, the straight and narrow road, the hard road that Jesus called you to walk, if you wander out of the highway of the upright, you will live a painful life in the congregation of the dead. You want to know who is the congregation of the dead? Read Psalm 1. The congregation of the dead are the chaff which the wind drive it away. They shall not stand in the day of judgment. And so, Proverbs chapter 13 verse 50 says, Good understanding, give it favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. But the way of the transgressors is hard. And chapter 21 verse 16 tells us, look what it says, you ready for it? The man that wandered out of the way, and you remember we talked about the way today, we talked about the way of the righteous. Guard your ways and preserve your soul. That's the topic. Look what it says. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain where? In the congregation of the what? It's in your Bible. I always say, you know, for the past umpteen years I'm preaching, if I say something not in the Bible, don't believe it. Because I believe in the word of God. I said I believe in the word of God. Amen? Amen? Nothing but the word of God. It's just the, the wisdom of God and interpreting the word of God. That we need. It's all there. It's all written. So you must wisely understand the road you choose each day. If that's the case. If that's the case, I must be concerned about the choices I made I make every day. Are you with me? So look at Proverbs chapter 4. Let's go back to Proverbs 4. Verse 25. Let thine eyes look right on, right on. If you're if you're driving a car on the highway, you've got to look ahead. This is why people tell me, Pastor, you're always passing me straight. That's my name, Pastor. Because I don't look so, I don't look so. I look straight ahead. Amen. So it says, let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Verse 26, ponder. You know what the word ponder means? Think about the path of the feet of thy feet and let all thy ways be established the word established means accepted so think about the path of your feet and let your ways be established or accepted you must understand the road you choose each day understand what's on that road what you have to do and verse 27 says, turn not to the right hand or to the left hand. Remove thy foot from evil. Chapter 14, verse 8. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. The fools who lack good sense is deceit. Chapter 19, verse 16. He that keepeth 
the commandment keepeth his own soul. But he that despiseth his ways shall what? Die. So ladies and gentlemen, evil men, evil men, the objective, the objective is to invite you to go their way. When the devil came and met Eve in the garden, when the devil came and met Eve, Eve there, you know, he finally, some after the con- communication, he, he finally got Eve to make a turn. And when Eve made that turn, Adam hit the brakes and he made a turn. The devil is to get you to turn. So why it is when you repent, the Bible says turn. Say so about if you were supposed to be going straight, and keep your eyes straight, focus ahead, do what God tells you to do, follow his instruction, follow him. And the devil came and tempted you and you sin. When you sin, you turn from where you're supposed to go. So when you repent now, he said it means to turn back to the spot where you were. Turn, change your way of thinking. What made you think that thought to turn away from God was an influence that came from evil men. And the enemy using evil people, they will invite you to go astray, to go their way. Proverbs 16, 29. A violent man enticeth his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. Chapter 28, 10 says, Whoso causeth the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit. See what happened to Haman? Hmm? He, he dug a pit for Mordecai. What they sow, they're going to reap. See how the people suffering across the globe today? Somebody's going to reap. Hmm? See how many people died and are dying as a result of the pressure they put on people to make decisions? Watch and see who will pay the price for that. Whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit, but the upright shall have good things in possession. Believe the word of God, people, and you shall be established. They not only will invite you to go their way, they will despise you for choosing the right way. You choose not to go their way. You have chosen the right way. And they end up despising you for doing that. Look at 29 verse 27. The righteous consider the cause of the poor. But the wicked regard it 